Welcome to The Matrix Minute, a podcast where we discuss the first amazing film in one mediocre minute with us. Hi, I'm Phil, and with me is... Jake. Jake, hello, Jake. Hi. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. And with us is as well, as usual... Uh, Tim, and did you guys know that, oh, I, uh, the, um, the Matrix was inspired by a comic book called The Invisibles that I only found out last week. Check oh, out that yes. comic book. There's a lot of visual stuff that looks like The Matrix. Oh, man. Yes. We're going to discuss about that at some point, sometime. And now, because we're out of The Matrix, we're in the real world, and that means we're going to meet many new characters, but not only that, we actually go away from our isolation of just being three people to actually having guests. And... The first one, so appropriate. In fact, it's like the most important guest that we will ever have, arguably speaking. Get ready for some serious butt kissing. (laughs) Yes. It's our older cousin, Stan, whom we've been talking about for so many, probably every episode. Tim's brother. Tim's older brother. Hello, Stan. Welcome. (sighs) Hello. (laughs) <laughs> Yay, he's here Woo, Finally, there's I can't four people it. We've been wanting to get him on our podcast Our older podcast, the one that has nothing to do with The Matrix For True. so long And now he's here talking about the movie that inspired All of us And um, I'm sure yeah, 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 This is a felt. special moment because you Introduced us to The Matrix Absolutely, all, all you're of the us, one yeah. I do remember that, I do remember that, yeah Yes, please oh, I'd talk love to about hear that. about that. So, Nyoni, what do you think? That's what we call you. That's the yeah. problem. Like, yeah, we're, we're still in the olden days. We we have not we're moved still, on. We haven't moved on to calling you Stan because that is your name, obviously Stanislav. But we, you know, obviously Stan is the nickname. But for some reason, it's Nyoni, and I don't know where that came from. But we don't have to talk about that. Yeah, just in case uh, we let it slip that it's Nyoni. All the time. Because we're used yeah. to calling. We'll we're try Stan, but sometimes we'll just Well, call the Nyoni. shortest story about <laughs> yeah. Nyoni is it's it's a diminutive of a big nose, like a small big nose. I don't know how that came up. It's from another cousin. Huh. And, uh, In Slovak, yeah, right? It, uh, I don't know. Kind of a Serbian <laughs> creation Slovak. I, it was in Slovak village, but... Was it like Njofra or something like that? Was it like Yeah, slang? Njofra. And then he said, my cousin said, oh, that's too harsh for you. So he started calling Nyoni and, you know, it caught on and uh, wow. everybody there used to call Never me that, that way. But when I moved to Slovakia, um, it was just weird because I would have to repeat that story because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> and especially not in England. Like, I never what? questioned it. Hey, and you have to do it yeah. here too again. So I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry about yeah. that. But yeah, you can call me Nyoni. That's fine. Awesome. So um, the other wonderful thing that we will have to say is that... Um, and you're probably going to segue to the question of... The, the ultimate question. What does the Matrix mean to you? And or how did you get introduced to and yourself? how did you yeah. find out et cetera, about it? Because I have told the story of how you've seen the Matrix for the first time. And I, that is from my childhood memory. And probably it is like 90% wrong. So I'm really curious to see <laughs> what's actually reality. Of what, how you did know you see the, the story... Matrix? When I saw the first time, yeah, because yeah, it was because yeah. it was, that's the first time I've heard of the Matrix. Because you came so amazed, and you tried to explain to like okay, me let's see and if and, it matches and our mom. So, and I was like, "What is this movie? I must see it." Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure when I saw it. If you can, when did it came out? Ninety nine, but what month? Do you know the release? Uh, that was summer in the states. It came out in March. 31st. Yeah, but in Europe, remember, it was late back then. Yeah, but three or four Europe, later. back then, they always showed it later, so it would have come out maybe sometime in summer. I'm really worried yeah, that very... my story is completely bullshit right now. <laughs> okay, uh, well, so I think it must have been for the New Year's 
of 2000, I went to visit my okay. uh, brother-in-law in Slovakia. No, in it's wrong. Oh, no. No, the story is poop. I mean, it was kind of a winterish time and I know I was there. My missus went to Paris with her friend Cornelia and uh, I went there to see him and we met up late on. Anyway, so I could have probably was there. And yeah, he took me to this movie like, oh, this is... I don't know if he's seen it. I think he might have seen it. Like, you really want to see this movie. So I went there, yeah, and that was my first time. And I was blown away. And then... But I kind of didn't get all of it. I was just super amazed. But then uh, I think that summer or April, we had our seventh anniversary with my Uh missus. And I took her... By a, I made her surprise anniversary. I took her to Belgrade. We used to live in Serbia, Novi Sad then. And, you know, took her for lunch and then afternoon or evening, really, we went to see The Matrix. That was for her. And it was amazing theater. So, like, that was the f- best then, you know, surround. Mm, wasn't, wasn't, was the sound was good? Absolutely sound. brilliant. Oh, it was yeah. completely, like, I think 7-1 or whatever was going, or 8-1 yeah. at that time. It was like, uh, like the state of the art uh, number one cinema in Serbia at that time, and it was brand okay. new. And I know Sweet. the company who built the sound system, everything was JBL or something. It was top notch. Yeah, Ooh, it was a great experience. That's cool. And then you came back with uh, with an open mind, and your eyes have been opened as well. And you started preaching the gospel of the Matrix, <laughs> especially in two thousand one when you came to work for our dad back in in Croatia, and you were talking. Oh, that was two thousand and two. Yeah, 2001 so, or yeah. 2002. I think yeah. it was 2001 sometime later on there. And um, you were just building this uh, story up for like what the Matrix is. And me and Jake, when we were kids, we talked about this in the introduction of our, of our series that you're listening to. Okay. Um, and uh, we got to watch it with our dad and you on a VHS. And, <laughs> um, and you were just preaching it to us, like just showing us these different moments in the film and Needless to say, we were all blown away by it as well. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Stan. Thank you for introducing us to this world. I mean, I was blown away not by... I mean, there are a lot of technical stuff in there, which was really interesting in the first offs, you know. Mm -hmm. But I remember even when the movie started, and you probably talked about this in episode one, but even the Warner Bros. and everything was changed a little bit. That was new to me. I I don't know if they'd done it before. It wasn't very common back then. yeah, Yeah, like... The, the the color grading and everything everything was influenced by it and the music started straight away and i was like what's going on what's going on mm, yeah and yeah. i like the concept i think i if you if you humor me for a few minutes because i know you talked about this but i think the time of internet was just blossoming you know in 99 yeah and i the concept of hacking a system and 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 you know it was kind of a very cool now like i i watched the film yesterday with my 12 year old and he was impressed but not to a degree maybe it's it's too much for him as well some of the concepts you know but he wasn't like oh all right like yeah it's good all right (laughs) but in (laughs) in 99 it was mind-blowing you know like bullet time and all that stuff and and when we watched it in belgrade uh with missus but we also invited the other um friends mark and cornelia we just talked about it later on about the artistic approach to it and kind of a the synchronicity of all these disciplines, you know, sound, grading, story, dialogue, and just working towards one thing, you know, the theme. And that yeah. was relatively uncommon for a mainstream movie with a lot of action sequences. And it was like, I loved it, you know, the Kung Fu and hacking and, you know, yeah. all, the, all that culture. Yeah, and Yeah, yeah. 
Well, it's been that's very, what the sorry. Sorry, <laughs> no, I just want to say it's, it's interesting, and that's we're really looking forward to having an opinion of someone who saw it because we saw it from the eyes of a child, and the yeah. most mm-hmm. important things were the flashy bits, and even though the sort of thematic or philosophical stuff at that point was very you know impression of what you well, guys thought plus, we were still That's, learning a lot yeah. about how movies so work and we're really, how storytelling I'm curious works. how you saw it you know like what were you 20 something probably when you saw it i don't know how old are you you're like an old fart um more than 20 I okay i've been 28 20, like us right now that's, yeah. that's pretty funny so so Not that me. must have been a different <laughs> impression than because later on I played the Matrix for our parents, Stan and our parents, because like for years we've been going on about this Matrix and they've never mm-hmm. seen it. And I was like, we're going to like watch a movie one day. I'm like, okay, guys, you got to see the Matrix. So we watched and it was <laughs> hilarious. The impression they got, it was just like, well, it's nice. It's like, they're very foul mouthed, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there's yeah, a lot of shooting story. and it's just a basic foul story. Mouth? Of, Where was uh, the foul mouth in Matrix? I don't know. Trinity says shit a lot. But it was like, well, you know, in the end, it's just a love story about a hero. Like, they completely glanced over anything that was wow. amazing to us. It was just like, well, it's just a Hollywood movie, you know? But that's so funny they because our dad... In the end. Well, our dad... Um, I, me- I can recall our dad watching it uh, with us uh, for the first time on VHS. And he actually, he really loved it. He was like, yeah! He was yeah. great. He was going with the flow with us, keeping that same track of mind. So yeah, that's uh, Stan. I just wanted to say one more thing because um, uh, we don't have a context here. Like uh, you, we're, we're doing a lot of country hopping. There's a lot of Belgrade. There's a lot of Slovakia yeah. and stuff like that. But Stan, right now you are in in the UK. Yes, yes. south of England at the coast. So. Awesome. All I wanted to know because just so we just know location. Just so we know location wise what everybody's doing. Cool. So yeah, welcome. Minute thirty six. Welcome. welcome. We're on minute 36, and minute 36 is, as we go through Neo's recovery from the system shock, Morpheus operates on his body. Dozer, a member of Morpheus's crew, says he needs a lot of work. We are treated with a solemn montage of Neo in hibernation as they rebuild his muscles, because Morpheus tells him it has atrophy. Why do his eyes hurt? Because he's never used them before. So what I love about this is that Neo, um, upside down, it's a really great shot because it distorts the idea a little bit more, you know, like of the new world and oh, the, right. of how he's perceiving this new environment he's in. And that was... Well, I, I still think they're, they're trying to, like, again, keep the disorienting feel still going a bit. Oh, definitely, definitely. It's a classic sort and, of movie kind of thing, you know, like when... It's, it's a, like an anti-montage. It's, it's, you know, it, it is a montage, but, you know, it kind of gives you that drifting feeling like, oh, you're kind of lost. Mm. They do, they do and, a lot. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's a wonderful uh, portion in the 1996 script, which oh, uh, we go into the 1996 we'll talk script about later. Okay, not, not now, but uh, you know that's what we'll we're going to do the at end. the end. What's that script? Oh, we um, explain to Stan what, oh, yeah, what we uh, have. I just wanted to say gym. that what we do now is at the end of our minute, I read a little bit from the 1996 draft, which has a bunch of different changes, and we just. Uh, we kind of just laugh. We compare, we compare oh, okay. the it's older a, version to the yeah. New it's an early version of the script that has some really wacky sort of ideas that they change later on. For and it's the, funny you mentioned that uh, you're talking about the boom of the internet in '99. A lot of the '99 script has a bunch has a bunch more has cyber, a lot more influence and hacking and sort of this okay. like subculture. Yeah, there's a lot of slang about like, oh, who's who's a bigger hacker? And they mention all these crazy <laughs> names and what they hacked. Kind of like the hackers mm-hmm. movie, you know that terrible one. Yeah, it's a lot. Oh more. yeah, Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Angelina Jolie. Yeah, it's, oh, it's a bit like Everybody that. Everybody knows about this movie no, no, about except that. me. Oh, <laughs> what that is this? Oh my goodness! Come on. <laughs> 
Oh, Angelina Jolie in the Japanese dress. Come on. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and her like, what was it like? It has twelve megabytes of RAM. Her laptop, and they're like going crazy over it. Oh no! Yeah. Never mind. Megabytes. We digressed. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's fine. <laughs> um, this is a digression podcast as well. Oh, this um, is this is what we do. So what we have now is in this scene, it kind of relaxes us a little bit more, and it's more of a uh, a scene like after this shock of being mm-hmm. out in the real world and seeing all this crazy stuff going on. Now the movie's able to quite sort of bring us into and just like when um, Morpheus says uh, your muscles have atrophy we're rebuilding it our, um, we have to be rebuilt into getting used to oh, what's going on in the real world and that's how I feel about what's going on in this scene and um, the way the camera moves from, uh, the, from that monitor uh, as it goes to Neo uh, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a really like the angle is like super it's like so perfect and just we reveal his acupuncture parts and uh, and it's so weird. Like, what kind of acupuncture stuff is going on? I don't know. I love. Did to know any more of you guys this. have any had acupuncture, or did you know anyone who who does that? Noni, do you Stan? have any experience yeah, with such things? I I did not have. Um, I just don't get the lights and everything. So it could be like an electrode and some stimul stimulating. You know the muscles. With, oh yeah, uh, they because little, you can see the wires on top of it. Little Christmas lights on top of it. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. and then they take so, them yeah, off because. Yeah, yeah, that could potentially be something like they sending electric uh, impulses to yeah. kind of um, oh, you know, um, work out the muscles. You know? Yeah, like yeah, those because, top yeah. shop things, you know, those little, little belts you put on your like ab destroyer, <laughs> yes. or whatever it's called. And you're like, <laughs> you don't have abs. to exercise, just watch TV with this for nine ninety nine. Oh, you can boy. get really thin and muscly. That's what they're doing. So they, so they were watching old commercials that they found yes. in the archives and they were seeing, oh yeah, this, this but he's twitching. You see that? Like we poke him and he goes, blah, blah, blah. yeah. Well, that's what Morpheus says. He says, your muscles have atrophied. We're rebuilding it. So um, I went and just did a little bit of research on atrophy. Oh, please tell us. It's basically, you know, just muscles not being used. Uh, mm-hmm. They're not being used on a daily basis. Many people know this, but I had to, you know. Well, because me and Tim, like our biology skills are weak. Yeah, <laughs> you should have listened to the last episode when we tried to find out what muscle memory is. If it's actually memory in the in the nerve endings of the muscle or in no, the it's brain. No, it's, it's, yeah. it's a misconception, I think. Yeah, it, it's just in the Aha! brain. It's in he the didn't brain. even have to go no. on the on Google and well, he's search that. He's old. He has <laughs> has lived through the worlds, seen movies. Um, yeah. So um, so the muscles are just not being used on a daily basis and starts shrinking. And because there's no nutrients and not enough um, activity with them, they just start getting smaller. Question, though, so when there... you come out of a coma or something <clears throat> yeah. like that, you just start look like. But when you start like using death. again, then they rebuild, right? Yeah. But okay. so what they're doing is with these acupuncture needles, I guess, is that they're actually artificially trying to rebuild his muscles and what i wanted to say is it would be so much more interesting now that i was thinking about it is that originally probably uh the idea that when a human comes out of the like he wakes up from uh from the matrix into the real world and then he gets discarded i think most of these um people in in the tubes would probably look like like skeletons like they would be very very skinny because their muscles wouldn't be active. Mm-hmm. And I'm Keanu Reeves, I mean, taking a lot of effort, trying to lose weight for these... Uh, those are the last scenes that they actually filmed with um, Keanu in... Oh, yeah, because they shaved his eyebrows. Because they shaved his eyebrows as well. But he tried to lose a lot of weight. He didn't do... He didn't go Christian Bale, uh, <laughs> like the machinist. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so he tried as, as best he could, and, you know... In 1999's technology, you couldn't CGI that stuff. But now, if they made this movie now, they would 
there would definitely be like I would love to have seen Neo Neo Man, just like I, I would love shriveled. to have seen like this really shriveled up uh, Neo because I think that was the intent. And then we could see him in this montage that we're watching how they would start rebuilding his muscles and he gets more full. So you would say but, go like completely creepy levels where you get shocked into seeing Neo in but that he, state, right? Here's the thing, right? So so he's in the little womb, right? And and his muscles are not being used. So his muscles are not being grown. But on the other hand, they're feeding him. So shouldn't his fat grow? Shouldn't it be like this fat blob that just squirts out of those uh, like tubes? That's even more gross. That's disgusting. Like he has, That's like amazing. imagine that if Matrix he has to like exercise and it's like a Rocky montage. He's like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of this, he's just like. Or it would be like Wally. You know? Exactly. That's what yeah, I thought. Wally. Like the fat oh, people no. in Wally. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense because he's like, well, maybe they have like a specific dose. They like know exactly they're monitoring like too much fat. Like that's that's not efficient for our battery thing. Oh, know. what about this one? What if the machines are already rebuilding everyone's muscles? Right. Just in the meantime. Oh, I guess. Like they'll like they'll have their own little acupuncture. Acupuncture. What? Know. Acupuncture. You're you're getting a little <laughs> it's a little okay. bit now. Okay, let's compare right this on. because he was in a in a kind of a water like when babies are in mother's womb, right? Yes. Right. So mm-hmm. when babies get born, because I've seen my kids, uh if they stay too long they, they their skin is a bit shriveled. But they're not they nicely and chubby depends, you know, on, on what a kid. Yeah. So right. because you get fed and they move maybe a little bit because of the impulses or something. It's not like they completely still. Mm. Um, but I don't know. You know, it's a science fiction movie. But still, I, I think it would it, it would probably look quite similar. Quite similar. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, some yeah, babies yeah. Are, are born with hair. So I don't know why. I mean, like, oh, yeah. obviously well, they were trying to do the one. visual thing of having like a baby and him having yes. not any hair. But if you yeah. think about it, practically, there's absolutely no reason why he doesn't have hair. Like what? What the little machine came and shaved his eyebrows every every like hours? Like oh, the eyebrows are there. Boop, 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 boop. I mean, there's there's probably ways to genetic to sort of like just stop that from happening when you're in the tube. Yeah. Like was it like unpractical to have hairy babies in the wombs? Wombs? Like it's like oh, the hair. Is, like, I don't know. Starts. Go to the machine council. Yeah, just ask everything. them. <laughs> They'll probably explain. be able to answer it. <laughs> it um, definitely helped the dramatic effect. Oh, definitely. Difference, but no, looks yeah. freaky. And, and I and I mm-hmm. have to be very impressed that uh, when Neo wakes up for this uh, little brief moment and he asks like why does his eyes hurt and stuff mm-hmm. his uh, there's a little bit of hair growing and I have to say like that's that's impressive like what time did they film that yeah. when did they you know because um, uh, these you sorts of little details yeah yeah yeah, just, yeah, yeah, just practically mm-hmm. when they were filming it, it was, uh, I just a little tidbit I wanted to mention I think that's one of the things that make this movie feel more uh, more rich than it would have otherwise because mm-hmm. of stuff like that um i want to bring it back to that line you mentioned you know because it's very important because i want to bring it back to like i said i was very young child viewing this and i was very um the oppression of my older siblings of watching this movie kind of made you know the impression my opinion of the movie and i remember you stan and then our sister katarina really putting this line out there, the, uh, why do my eyes hurt? Because you never used them before. It's this very important yeah. and philosophical. <laughs> As a child, I, I understand. I was just like, oh yeah, it's very important. So what does this wow. line mean to you? What does it mean to me? Yeah, like why was it so like... Because oh, I remember when mind. we were watching it as well, it was like, you've never used them before. Whoa. Yeah, that was like the like, look, look at, listen to that. That's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's some deep shit. So right that's there. interesting because... <clears throat> I think only a few years later, I got into um, a writer. He 
he's kind of a, a preacher writer, Peter Hyatt, who talks, who has these really cool theories about reality oh. uh, from a religious point of view. And uh, so it's really interesting. Well, I like that because um, if if you are a spiritual being, right, I think usually that change when you become, um, what, what word would I say? When you wake up, let's say, you know, from the, from the reality you think is the reality, just the daily grind of everything, ah, you know, right. and, and kind of realize there is something more to, to this life, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and see that, you know, every person or maybe in every different religion, that could be a different thing. But um, I would say like, oh, maybe I have a purpose in my life rather than, you know, when you realize that. And uh, I guess that at that time they must have connected with that because yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I watched this movie like every two years probably. And later on when I read Peter Hyatt, he has a book called Eternity and it's based on the last book of the Bible of... Um, Revelation. Revelation. And I always hated that book because it doesn't make much sense. It's pretty metal though, people, I have to say. People always... Yeah, smooth. it's quite mad and people draw pictures and timelines out of it. And I thought, yeah, crazy I always felt it doesn't... It doesn't make, it, it's not right, you know. Yeah. And he threw a lot of other light to it. And so one one simple example, he took this mathematician, I don't know what his name is. He, he tried to explain um, kind of a, a third dimension or like a spiritual dimension of something. And and it's, the book is called Flatlanders. You Ooh, might look yes, at that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so it's a really know. cute story of these people who only lived in two dimensions and they couldn't realize what the third dimension right. is. I've got a and so his example is like a, a sphere was approaching their you know plate whatever <laughs> two dimensional and they said oh look there's a dot coming you know and 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 as it approached closer no it's not a dot it's a circle you know they were always talking in these two dimensional kind of a terminology ah. until the moment the sphere kind of a interacted with their um, world which was flat and suddenly they were inside of it. And kind of understood, oh, this is the third dimension. And this to him is like the kingdom of God, you know, inter intersecting, how I say, with oh, this yeah, world yeah. or the way we think like normally from your morning. So like so that was really interesting. That get me really started into and, and he used this metaphor quite a lot, like that um God doesn't shake you up, but he whispers to you and tries to wake you up from a dream that we you know, people build around ourselves, yeah. you know, yeah. so it's kind of a daily grind, you know, work for, uh, you know, to pay off your mortgage and everything. And pay just your taxes. Stick you in there. Yeah. You, you know, exactly. So I think there's a lot of, um, uh, while we're at that topic, you know, many times when they talk about the philosophical concept of that, of waking up to a real reality, uh, I connected to it quite a lot. And, and that's and, and that so a really good answer. I like that. Very so good, those, if I may. So those lines, that one was really good. And I guess that's why, you know, you, you, your sister, my sister. Yeah. And we call it like, oh, that's a great line. Yeah. You know, makes sense. If, if I, I like that a lot. Put it and into full circle. Um, f speaking of the Flatliners, if you go to YouTube and look up Carl Sagan telling the story of the Flatlanders, you will okay. really realize that where the the actor Hugo Weaving got inspired for the accent of Agent Smith. Oh yeah! Because just watch, no that, watch that. It, you will be amazed of how much it sounds like Carl Sagan, especially in that video. And then the Flatliners. 
it's like a spirit, spirit. but um if i may uh, it could be mean like if you see the reality for the first time you might not like it that could be also you know what you're saying like your eyes hurt because you never used them so so the reality is something that you're not used to and it may be uncomforting because of the mm, first time you see it. Too, yeah. Nice. Yeah. To, to trivialize this whole thing, I just wanted to mention, can we just talk about Morphe, like um, Lawrence Fishburne's delivery there? He is so sad. That's what I was he's saying the last time. He's never used them before. He's like, and, he's and then, and then the cutaway well to being. Dozer, new character, by the way. First time mm-hmm. we actually oh, saw him. Oh, I calling him Tank. That's Dozer. Shit. Yeah, that's Dozer. <laughs> Um, and he just looks at Morpheus and it's just, it, I don't know, there's just something about that that resonates a little bit more when these two things are put together. Um, there's another thing we have here and, and we can go to the transition now, this uh, montage. And it has the, the wonderful Don Davis choir boy. Don Davis is the composer. Um, and he has this choir boy, choir, what? <laughs> choir <laughs> boy solo going on. The, ah, that was a girl. And it was it's choir boy. Wow. And, yeah. um. It's uh, something that Stan, you noted that I remembered. You were saying this music, man, is so great. <laughs> I remember yeah. that. That was back in two thousand one, my friend. And uh, I, I, I like the soundtrack. I mean, there's a few parts that I always. Yeah, I even sometimes sing a few themes when I walk on the street. Like, oh, nice. When they go, he knows. You know, because it's so like many people usually just associate the Matrix music with the songs that are in the movie. Oh, well, you mean like Propeller Head. But it just made me oh. feel so happy that you oh, actually did that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's a really good soundtrack. As I say, it, it, it's really a synchronicity. It works for the message. So, And uh, there's a lot of movies that work that way. But this one, for me at least at that time, 99 and 2000, was like, wow. They actually put everything together and yeah, it yeah. works. It I was, was wondering, I wanted to ask you. Because like, like the score, I'm just, I just wanted just a little tidbit. Like the score that Don Davis was... Uh, composing for this he was actually uh, very mindful of trying to put repetition and uh, reflection on into mm-hmm, his mm-hmm. Uh, music so like the dun, 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 to show the yeah the duality of the, the universe now, i just wanted to ask yeah. um in general when you first saw the matrix you obviously saw more movies at that point since you were what almost 30 how did you view the matrix in light of the rest of the films you've seen up up to that point did, did it become an old like an immediate favorite film or was it like what was the initial thought in comparison to other movies anytime movies like short and redemption and stuff like that i go back to but this is like pure drama right mm-hmm. and matrix is 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 um almost like the genre like odyssey would be a similar movie to me okay it's 2001 space 2000, odyssey, right? 2000 yeah kubrick, yeah. Uh, kubrick. Um, and maybe a few others. At that point, I think I already seen Man on the Moon and a lot of weird movies, maybe, you know, by Kaufman. Uh, was it Charlie yes. Kaufman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wrote, yeah. And so I think I was already exposed to different genres and stuff. And I knew like stuff that I don't like and I like. And I was really impressed, I guess, because I've seen science fiction movies, but I guess. None of them had kung fu. Exactly, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> and uh, and the styling, of course, that's what we talked yesterday with kids. Like it, at that time, like all the the stuff they wear, and it was like exact on time. I actually remember a trailer on point. they played, which was really just the first scene with Trinity, and it it just stopped. 
do you do you want do you want to know what the matrix is and i was captivated so i've yeah. seen the trailer before and i forgot about the movie and then you know my uh, brother-in-law took me to see it um so it was very much they were building up the whole thing and i think that was a new at that time you know the whole marketing thing behind it it was worldwide mm-hmm. so, i just remembered something really stupid um what? before i saw the matrix um I hung out at your house and I brought the Sims games and we installed on Stan's computer and then immediately you got bored. So you went online and you looked for um, like st- like packs and downloads. Oh, I remember no. you downloaded like Juke Nukem and, and, and then you download this man with glasses and a black coat. And, oh. and, and it was like, and he looked so like Asian to me. It was like this strange, and you're like, "Oh, look, I'm making Duke Nukem and this guy dance and kiss." And it was like funny, but I was like, "Who's like?" So you said that's from the Matrix, and I was like, "Then the Matrix is about Asians." But that was always, always confused. About, yeah. So I kept waiting. Where's this Asian guy who's going to come in? And it's like, "Oh, that's Neo." That's, <laughs> that's, that's just Amazing. completely random. I just remembered. Wonderful. But Keanu is Hawaiian or something. I yeah, he's like half. Yeah. He, he's like half Hawaiian. There's quite a few quarters. Different. He's 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 all over the place. He's an international yeah. man. But it was yeah. Sims cool. One with like three cool. pixels of graphics, so you can't really. You can't. <laughs> and you worked out he's Asian from those three pixels. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> racist. Okay, so there's. Um, um there's the only thing i can say um is that uh a little behind the scenes thing that i don't think many people know back from the logs of phil osterhaus who was the assistant for the wachowskis when they were filming um the prosthetics for the acupuncture there it took eight hours to apply that's long which is yeah it's pretty long hopefully it was just one day and uh, they and the, there are real acupuncture needles on Keanu's head and face. Oh, so no oh, dummy? No, no dummy. It's all no. Well, all the other acupuncture needles are makeup appliances. You can tell with all the bulges. Um, mm-hmm. That's yeah. just the kind of like the suction cups going on. And the guy who placed them on on his face is a is a guy called Longi who was who was the cast masseur, and he made them all relax and you know made them and put uh, needles made them heal in their up face. They got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> And his well, his official title is Master of Pressure Points. Wow, nice, Longy. That's the guy. Let's hire him. Well, well, that's the thing. Like acupuncture, I think is used mostly to relax muscles. So muscles. So if you have, you know, a really tight muscle, they know exactly where to. Yeah. You know, right. kind of a pinpoint, and then it will release that. I mean, maybe just stress. So I don't know. You know, but it looks cool. So they used it. Oh, course, definitely. The, Im- the imagery is. Fantastic. And so is that wonderful fade in and fade out to show the passage of time and fade to black. As many, and that's how our minute ends. I think that's yeah. it for the minute. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And also it ties in nicely to the Asian culture of Kung Fu and everything. Yes. Because, you yes. Acupuncture yes. comes from that part point. of the world. So. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to go no, back no. to 1996. Oh, yeah. We got to go back to Cue Roll the music. The music. Boys. theme the place we have a little we have a little jingle it's amazing it's beautiful it's snazzy it's by the way jazzy. you know guys you can play jingles on the zencast thing i'll do that next oh really time. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> all right so in the in the 1996 script i just want to mention a wonderful thing that happens and um as neo opens his eyes um dozer says he needs a lot of work morpheus says i know and then they're talking about the atrophied muscles and you know, you've never used your eyes before. It's all there. But this is one of the best things I've ever heard. Okay. Morpheus takes his sunglasses off and puts them on Neo. 
What? So Morpheus has had sunglasses this entire time. <laughs> Inside the computer. <laughs> and he puts them on Neo sense. to help him with his eyes because they hurt. And he goes, rest Neo, the answers are coming. <laughs> All I wanted to say. That's amazing. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's perfect. They should have kept that in. This little, yeah. little pin sunglasses just like, uh. boop. Okay, so he never wears them when they're in, in the ship. No, it's they don't have the, any sunglasses there. There's yeah. no time for that stuff. There's, there's no, no sun. There's no sun. <laughs> <laughs> Simple as that. He just likes the, the agents look, you know. They, the agents, they just wear sunglasses anytime, anywhere. He's envious uh, of their yeah. agents' looks. <laughs> so who so, wrote the script in the 1996? Oh, no, it's the Wachowskis. They, yep. they developed, okay. this was their passion project. They were developing this for like almost a decade yeah. before they even got it to... Yeah. Uh, you know, to Fruition. get picked up. Yeah. So there were many so, iterations, but this is the one we got. This but it's just so interesting. Like the 96 yeah. version is, is so close to the film version, but it's just the vibe is very different. The vibe yeah. is more wacky. It's more like a comic book yeah. yes. than, okay. than an actual film. I mean, there's yeah. this whole crazy stuff like this, like a whole section. <laughs> like remember when they're in the car and they're like pulling out the little uh, squiggle that it's in his belly? Oh yeah, they, mm -hmm. there's a like, whole section when they go to this guy's house in a van, and he's like, "Oh, I gotta get this out." It's like a crazy professor guy. It's oh, like okay. this is all sorts yeah. of madness. It's very anime-like. Okay. The, pr the yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, thank you for listening to uh, what, what minute is 36. this? Thirty-six. Thirty-six. No begging. Nyonyi can no, do begging for himself. Nyonyi, yes, he can. In fact, we're gonna ask him to do that right away. So, thank you, Stan, for being here with us. And tell me, uh, you uh, seem to be pretty natural with uh, talking on the microphone and there has to be a reason why could you tell us i was born near a microphone <laughs> <laughs> did it record your birth uh, oh, do you mean like my recent endeavors yeah. yes, i was yes, gonna yes, do yes. the recent thing it's but a segue, yes you're you absolutely right i completely that just escaped my mind and i've just totally forgot that yeah you were born with a microphone in your hand because so sort of. that's like m most of your life has been uh music and uh recording and audio yeah. and all that kind of stuff also broadcasting so my dad worked for yeah. this uh worldwide you know christian radio broadcast i mean i was i guess 10 or 11 he set me down the mix and watched the needles push the faders and record him you know because kind of a pre-recorded uh, show just like this really isn't it and, ironic uh, that both so of us i started are doing really this? early yeah and then i said oh can i use this to record you know a guitar or whatever a piano and i used my the tape recorder so yeah that was that but my recent thing is uh yeah i'm uh, doing a podcast uh about beer which is called podcast and you can find it on itunes and we talk about craft beer most of the time and uh, i don't know when this is gonna be um live but the le the latest episode, which we'll you know publish soon, we actually have been to a brewery, so mm. very exciting. Woo! Sweet, it's quite exciting. lovely. We listen yes. to the podcast, but it's quite lovely. We, we did uh, we some oh, good indeed. ideas for some beers. Mm -hmm. I I beer make a list of every I beer took, you guys mentioned. I took your survey. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, your evil yes. survey. What? Okay, we yeah, got a bone to pick. Why do you have an evil I, survey, Stan? Why do you have a question where they have to pick their favorite? Uh, no, no. Now, the what least is this voice? No, it was the worst. Least favorite voice. Yeah. Yeah. What is this? Who, who wrote this, and why is someone so cruel? <laughs> I, I guess it might be Ian, but maybe it was me. I don't know. I was well, sitting there for a minute. <laughs> I was going. We, I can't do this. I mean, you're my like brother, so I could just pick other. you. You know, that's an easy one because I have the yeah, right. Yeah, just pick but, me. That's yeah, right. Yeah, but, but I don't know the other people. They'll be confused. They'll be like, "No, yeah. I cannot finish no, the fine. survey." 
I think All we right, only so have that's... feedback from three of you, so it's fine. Oh, perfect. <laughs> All right, so that's the podcast.sk. Yeah. yeah, that's the website. And if you type CA, podcast into iTunes, uh, podcast, whatever search, you'll find that too. So, yeah. Do you have a Twitter? It has, a it has, it has great graphics, great logo, something. all that kind of stuff. Where people can well, it only you. has a great logo so far. It has a great graphic that a very talented artist made for us, but we still have not put it on the website. So, yeah. But it's on we, Facebook. And, and the, Watch uh, that it's space. It's still unknown who that was. Yeah. It's a mystery, <laughs> mystery man. Shrouded in mystery. All right. Well, thanks, A great everybody. illustrator. Yeah. Ooh. Do you have a Twitter stand? Do you want to plug or no? Yes, I think it's uh, Podcast Beer or something. All right, sure. Yeah. Podcast It's all beer. about beer. It's all about the beer. Yeah. yeah, you'll find it on the website anyway. So okay. go and so, listen to it. Yes, absolutely. I agree. I'm <laughs> we going to heartily endorse this. We yes, heartily endorse quite. It. Yes. All right, listeners. Have a good night um, or bon appetit or whatever you're doing. Listen to this. A and good job. Uh, Stan, are you going to be with us for the, the rest of the week here? Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. If you feel like it, you know. If you feel like it. Well, if you call me, I'll be back. Yes. Fantastic. All righty. Wonderful. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.